Sorry. Here we go. The Art of Relationship Radio is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dzinski will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy. Plus, help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. Single people don't feel left out. This show is also you in promoting confidence and self-love. Greg promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationship and lives. Live calls and chats are very welcome in helping you with your challenges. There will be an end to those tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovery. Hey people, it's Greg, uh, Detroit's Love Guru, coming to you live from Detroit. Welcome. Um, I'm going to give a huge shout out. Hey, Chris, Shauna, Allison, Leah! Welcome! Uh, thanks for paying attention. Thanks for watching and all the support. I've been getting... <laughs> Chris, you mentioned the stress is over. Unfortunately, no, it's not. Um, I'm going to... I hate politics. Everybody that knows me knows I hate politics. I hate politicians. Um, but what is going on in this country right now um, is asinine. Uh, the protests, the riots, it's America's right to protest. I get that. But this is, uh, it's asinine. We need to come together as one people, all races, all creeds, um, sexual orientation. We need to come together as one people. It's not about the keep the divide going. Um, it's not about that. We need to come together, like I said, as one people, blacks, whites, Asians, Native Americans, Mexican Americans, you name it. We all need to come together as one people, and I don't want us to be divided over what is going on, so we need to be more educated, more informative, and not just go by what the media is telling the individuals, okay? We need to stick together and spread peace and love, people out there. Um, I'm actually embarrassed to be America, American right now and what all the protests are going for out there, regardless who won the election. Okay, now, enough of that. <laughs> we are live. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome. And we are going to um, talk about, yeah, talking about voting, and I hate politics, but I did a little bit of a blog type thing earlier in the week <clears throat> about voting for your loved one, your partner, your spouse, whatever you want to call them, right? your boy toy, your whatever you want to call your partner, okay? I want to want to hit on the element to where do you vote for them, meaning do you have your partner's back? You know what? Do you support them? Or are you always negative? Are you always, you know, sort of criticizing, bashing them, even if their idea might be harebrained or maybe not 
a good idea. Are you still supportive, but yet coming back, following with your heart? You know what? I hope you go after your dreams. I hope you go after your goals. I want you to succeed. That's awesome. However, you know, have you thought about this aspect? Have you thought about how much time is needed, money is needed, whatever it is, you know, anything I can do to help, even though you think it's uh, maybe not a great idea. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about, you know, there was uh, someone posted on my page as a suggestion uh, right before the show, earlier, this, uh, actually, yeah, a little bit before the show, about pursuing or chasing your loved one. And this sort of goes hand in hand with the topic about, you know, voting for, do you have your loved ones back? Are you supportive? Are you, when someone, maybe your own family members are bashing your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, that they're bad, do you have their back? Or are you going to take your family's side? And I run into this, I ran into this um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, where, you know, the big complaint is you're always bashing, you know, you're not supportive. You're They're ripping me apart, your mother, your brothers, whatever, sister is ripping me apart, and you don't have my back. You're not telling them to stop. You're not, you know, because you're afraid, oh, it's my family, I can't disappoint them, but you know what, it's going to wreak havoc. So part of this is, you know, are you voting for your partner, your loved one? Do you have their back? And you know what, it's a big it's a big issue that creates a lot of distance for a lot of people and a lot of relationships and a lot of marriages. You know what? If you disagree with them, if they did a, you know, a harebrained idea, they made a comment that's disrespectful and, you know, maybe they had a right to get bashed, you still got to have their back. And then you need, you know, not in front of everybody, do it in private to say, you know what, what you said, I got your back, but you know, how you handled it, what you said was disrespectful, and I get why they were, you know, they come after you, or they attacked you, but I'm still going to have your back, I love you, however, you know what, you also need to watch your step, and watch what you say as well, Cynthia, yes, I agree, <laughs> um, I'm throwing him under the bus, Cynthia, I know you, <laughs> I know you're going to throw John underneath the bus, um, and he'll never do that with you, right? It's just, maybe it's a woman thing. Nah! <laughs> I'm going to piss everybody off. Like I said, welcome everybody. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Join the conversation below. I'd love to hear your comments and questions as always. And as always, give me a call. I want to hear your comments, your questions, your insights um, as well, okay? 313 313- Six one four nine four nine eight. I'm going to give that number again. Three one three six one four nine four nine eight. Um. Oh, another congratulate uh, congratulations to the winners of last week of my new book, Love's Essence: The Relationship Guide, available on Amazon. I mailed those out uh, last week, so hopefully you have gotten them. Hopefully you enjoy. Uh, those books. I'd love feedback, positive, negative, constructive criticism. You hated it. It sucked. Um, or you loved it. You know, any, I'd love to hear feedback. It makes me uh, better. And maybe if I do decide to write another book or, and it also helps me look at different viewpoints as well in helping couples and helping individuals in my office too. So I love feedback. I love hearing different points of view. Okay. So, welcome everybody. Now, how many times have you been in issues where 
your partner maybe not have your back. And this part, and I did a show a long time ago about, you know, do you have each other's back? And sort of, do you vote for your per your partner? And this is a little bit, you know, somewhat, you know, maybe intertwined with having your partner's back, as I mentioned earlier, that, you know what, even if maybe you're wrong, are your partner, are they still going to have your back in front of their family members, in front of friends, you know what, you need to knock it off and then talk privately. That's my advice. I promote that. Do not bash one another. Do not call one another out in front of family, in front of other people. You know what? That's disrespectful and that's going to kill the emotional trust that you have in the relationship. And it's going to be very, very difficult to get that back. I'm not going to say it's impossible. It's going to be very, very difficult. And it's very you know, it's hard. We get emotional when we don't feel loved, when we don't feel important. We, you know, we don't feel valued by our partner. And all of a sudden we hear them say something. You're like, where, you know, where, where the hell did that come from? You know what? Um, is this a different person I'm with? And you want to call them out and like, you're, you're you know, you're full of shit <laughs> that, you know, I, I can't believe this because this ain't you. And you want to call them out, do it in private. Okay. I know the impulsivity and you want to stick up for yourself and you're like, you know what? They're trying to make themselves look good. Do not call them out in front of family members, friends, you know, or in public. Do it in private, okay? Uh, you know, so, so part of that aspect is having your partner's back in front of other people. But going back to, you know, voting for your partner, what about do you support them in their goals and their dreams? Um and this gets to be a little tricky, okay, because part of those elements in voting for your partner, you know, helping, you know, being supportive, a support network, um, if they're down in the dumps, if something didn't work out, do you sit there, yeah, I told you that was a dumb idea, <laughs> don't do that. Are you one of those persons or one of those people that end up doing that, and you know what, that's just downright mean. It's almost the old proverbial saying, you know, you kick them when they're down. Don't do that. You know, you vote, you try to build each other up. You don't try to tear them down. You don't try to get them, you know, you just, you don't kick them either down, okay? Hey, Heidi, Mary, welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show, okay? I want to go back to Chris. You mentioned, um... I have stuck up and always will for my wife. I have been yelled at because it's against her family, even though they made her cry, hurt, hurt her, and I have called them out. I am a protector by choice. You know what, Chris? I give you a lot of credit, and I would do the same. Um, let me explain it. You know, protector by choice, you know, career, etc. Can't back down and not defend someone. I agree with you. Uh, Chris, and there's ways to do it. And some people, as you know, they might not have, you know, the tact. They might blow up, whatever, but I'm all about doing it with tact and doing it, trying to do it out of respect. You know what? However, I respect you, but you're not going to talk to my wife this way. You're not going to talk to my husband this way, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, partner. Um, you know what? I respect you. And that's sort of one you can lower the defenses of the people. And I did a show, you know, I think it was last week about you come across, you know what? I love you, though you made me mad. You know what? I love you, 
though I feel disrespected. You're not going to disrespect me again. When you come out with words of affirmation, words of love and care and concern, but you can still be firm and still be, you know what, sort of commanding of you're hurt, you're pissed, you're mad. So you can do it in these situations too where, you know what, I respect you. However, you are not going to disrespect my wife. You're not going to disrespect my husband. And this creates a lot of animosity in relationships and tends to be a huge issue. I see, I'm going to tell on a weekly basis, I see this where one of them, they're afraid they won't stick up for their partner, not about a right or wrong, even if they're, you know, maybe wrong. You know what? They're afraid to stick up to their family member because I can't disrespect my mom. I can't disrespect my dad. There's my sister. I can't say anything. You know what? You need to. If you want that relationship to last and you want to build an alliance with just you two, um, or I shouldn't say with just you two, but you want to build a strong alliance and a firm foundation and a secure love and trust, emotional trust between you two, you better do it or maybe... You want to look at maybe you maybe shouldn't be in that relationship, okay? Or maybe you need to get some help to try to learn those aspects and to be able to have the confidence enough to whatever stick up for your partner, to your family, to your friends, to whatever. And if they're not the case, you know what? It's going to create a huge, huge emotional distance. It's going to kill the emotional trust because, you know what, you're never going to have my back. So you don't feel safe with one another. It, it's it's going to happen. It's going to deteriorate the relationship and it's going to deteriorate the marriage um, in those situations, okay? Um, and this is, Cynthia, you mentioned, uh, I like this as well. You mentioned that, you know, if you have no problem treating your partner like crap in front of family, you will treat them like shit anywhere. Cynthia, you... Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, some people want to, you know, try to be inflate their ego and belittle their partner. Yeah, I'm the man and I'm telling you what to do or I'm going to make myself look good. No, you make yourself look like an ass, period. And this goes for either gender, man, woman, it doesn't matter. You need to show respect for your partner. Okay. Um, big time. That's crucial. That I can't, say that enough, okay? Look and trying to go through the com comments, whatever. Danielle, welcome. Woohoo. Oh, she was one of the winners of the book. Uh last week, I think. So welcome. I want to get, you know, you go back to the elements when I said about voting for your partner. Now this is, you know, having your partner's back is different in a way well, I guess not. When it comes to family, there are di different issues. I'm talking about what if they want a job change? What if they want a, a career change? They want to maybe move to a different city or, you know, whatever. This gets to be a dicey area. When I say, do you vote for your partner? Do you, you know, are you supportive in a way? That doesn't mean you have to agree with everything, but, you know, what would it take, and you look at it, and you try, you know what, I would love you to go after your dream and goals. Have you, you know, thought about how it's going to affect our relationship, our marriage, how it's going to affect the kids and everything, and this gets to be a dicey situation to where you look at, you know, if you have an adult, adult kids, that might be different, you know, they're, you know, 19, 20, 21, they have their own, you know, Life's so now about being there for your kids. I'm all about that. That might be a different situation, 
But, you know, when you look at the situation where you might have younger kids, especially middle school, high school, it's very difficult to move. I'm not saying you can't and shouldn't, whatever. It depends on the kids, on their um, personality aspects. You know, are they highly anxious? There's a lot of things that go involved. And sometimes we don't have a choice because we lose a job. We can't get a job anywhere else. Um, I get that. But this is part of being supportive with one another. Would you, you know, the old adage is, you know, the wife is, you know, supposed to be supportive of her husband if he takes another job out of state or where else and she's supposed to fall. What if, we'll flip that around. What if the wife got a job, a better job offer and wanted to move? Would the husband be supportive of that situation as well. You know, can you be supportive about going after a goal, a hobby? Uh, maybe someone wants to run a triathlon, which I think is maybe crazy, crazy to begin with. <laughs> I'm like, anyone wants to run a triathlon, they need to come and see me in my office. I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> That's just crazy. No, I give them props if they want to do that. Um, but, you know, can you be supportive in their hobby and the issue is, you know, does a hobby or does the change, is it going to affect the family? Is it going to affect the kids? Is it going to affect the relationship as a whole? And do you support that person? Do you vote for them to go after their dreams and hopes and hoping it strengthens the individual and it strengthens the relationship? Or does it turn into... Do you vote for them and support them even though you're selling out your own dreams, your own wishes? And this gets to be a very dicey situation, okay? A very, very dicey situation. And, you know, the question is, what do you do? How do you go about doing it? My aspect is doing it trying to a place of love, a place of support, a place of concern and caring for that individual. You know what? That's awesome. I want you to go after your dreams and goals. Is that, you know, sort of best for the family? And there's a, you know, like I said, it's very subjective. Is, you know, is it best for the family? Can the goals wait? Or, you know, sometimes we have to make a move and jump on something, you know, right away or we're going to lose it. Now, do you become a martyr and self-sacrificing all the time? Or will resentment come in? And that's where a lot of people, when they look at, if there's a difference between being selfish and, you know, and selfish and doing what's best for the family and versus being because you're only looking at how someone's goals or dreams are affecting you. Now, is that being selfish too? You don't want them to go after their dreams and goals because it's going to affect you. It's going to, um, oh my God, I, I'm selfish and I don't want those changes. You need to dig deep and do it out of respect, you know, do it out of concern and passion, not out of selfishness and anger and hate. Talk about it. Because usually when the defenses are down, okay, when you speak from the heart, you know what, I love you. I want you to go after your dreams. I'm wondering how it's going to impact us and our relationship. Then you can go from, you know, talking better. You're not attacking. You're not saying, oh, that's a dumb idea. That's a stupid idea. Major issues, you need to talk about them as a couple, as a relationship, as a partnership, okay? Those big issues and being supportive needs to look at, okay, how is this going to affect that par partner and how can I affect them? And I, I, you know, not only deal with this situation 
daily in my office. I, I teach and I, I work with, you know, I have students that are, you know, they're mothers, they're fathers, they're married, you know, in a relationship and they work full time and how much effect, you know, going after their dream of maybe finishing college if they want to do that, they better themselves uh, about the self aspect. And you look at, can you be supportive? It's that balancing act, right? Maybe you can be supportive of them and then when they're done, they can be supportive of you. I'm not saying it's easy. You have to look at what the best interest is. And some people, when they look at being supportive, they're looking at how that's going to affect me. Okay, they maybe they get a better job. They're going to feel better about themselves. Then they're going to look at, oh my God, they want someone better than them. That makes more money than them. That's more successful than them. That has this, the title aspect. And, you know, the insecurities start hitting with that. Not only that, the reality is, when you go after certain, you know, being supportive in all this aspect is, um, you know what, looking at the reality, the time frame, you know, if it is going at, going back to school, if it's, you know, taking on a new job and it's it's going to be dicey, or maybe you have a job now and you want to open up your own business. Uh, I've been there. <laughs> Believe me. Um, you know, it, it creates a lot of havoc and it creates a lot of... Um, maybe a lack of importance for one partner or the relationship, that that's not a priority. But if that is, it needs to be temporary, right? And you need to take a break from those goals and ideas, if you will. If you want your partner's support and to give that support, you need to make a little bit of time and take a break from those goals and dreams to be, you know, caring and have that partner um, to show them that they're important and you appreciate their love and their support and standing behind you. And it's not, you know, it's not always easy, but these are ways you speak from the heart and you need to look at and be appreciative of those people that are giving you that support. Okay. A lot of people take it for granted. Oh, you just need to deal with this while I go to school. You need to deal with this while I work full time and open up my own business. You better be very appreciative and not take that for granted or that person's going to look at, oh, it's all about you and it's not about us in a relationship. You know, why are we married? Why are we in this relationship? And it's not, um, it's not an easy situation. Okay. Um, okay. I want to read some other, uh, comments. Welcome everybody that is paying attention. New listeners to the show. Welcome. Thank you for all the support. Um, and spreading the news. I appreciate it very, very much, okay? Um, Cynthia, you mentioned, okay, dealing with this at this moment, I was expected to, you know, accept the college of my dreams, and I can do a two-year program online or attend classes for one year. Attending means I would be in another state for that year. Ooh, Cynthia, this is delicate. Let me, I'm sorry. Okay, let me get to bed. My husband backs me with any decision, which I know I know he would, but this would take me away from my family, which includes a 15-year-old daughter. I have to look at that, even if they do support me. And sometimes having that, that's a great example, Cynthia. And I know they would support you. Um, I know your family. You know, I know that. Um they would support you. You you know that. And this is sometimes having that support also might make you think, like I think Cynthia's looking at, it might make you think that, you know what, 
maybe what is more important? What is a priority? Maybe I can go after this later on. And you look at, and I know some people, unfortunately, might not have later on to go after because of maybe medical or health reasons. And you look at, you know, every dynamic is different, okay? And you look at, you know, do you want that person to go after their dreams and their goals with what time they have left? Or are you looking at, it's just a selfish person, and I, I want them all here, I want them all to myself. And then that's where the lack of the support comes from, where you're vetoing that support of your loved one, okay? Again, it's not an easy situation. You need to speak from the heart. and you be. I would love you to go after your dreams. Have you looked at the impact it's going to have? But so many people... When they, you know, they don't even come across as supportive at all. They come across as bashing. They come across as, you know what, that's a stupid idea. How dare you? Haven't you thought about that? You're being selfish. And right now, the tone of voice I'm using, yeah, I might be being somewhat calm, is, you know what, they're like backing up. Okay, they're hearing, that's a dumb idea, stupid idea. You're selfish. You shouldn't have any dreams. You shouldn't have any goals. How dare you? You need to be self-sacrificing. You know what? It's going to come across that. And then that's when the resentment is going to pile in. It's going to pile up and it's going to explode down the road. That person might take it for a while and then deal with this. You know what? I need to, okay, I need to take it for a team. I'm selfish. I can't have dreams and goals. Now, you know what? I'm not sharing anything with you. I'm not going to share any ideas, dreams, passions that I might have because I know I'm going to get shot down. I'm going to believe, right? It's going to be a stupid idea. It's going to be a dumb idea. You're crazy. You're not being an adult. You're not being mature, whatever it is. So you're not going to share and that's going to fester. It's going to eat at you. Okay. It's going to, or I should say, it's going to eat at one of you, whoever's dreams and goals are being attacked. You need to be able to step back from that and, you know, look at and come across from the heart. You know, I would love you to go after your dreams and goals. You know, is there a way we can make it work? And you're like, oh, hell no, Greg. It's going to affect me, whatever. Supporting each other in their individual dreams and goals is part of a relationship. That's part of love, right? That's part of giving that a relationship should be. And it's part of loving one another. And, you know, if it comes out, you you want to give from the heart, okay? And you also want to, like I said, if you are the one that, People are supporting you, going after your dreams and goals. You want to be appreciative, and you need to take time. It's going to be hard, I know. You need to take a little time, little appreciation. You know what? Thank you for your support. I love you for you know allowing me or being supportive of me going after this new job, starting a business, whatever, going back to school, whatever it is, okay? Or... You know, a lot of aspect is to, you know, what if they wanted to change something about themselves? You know, it could be a workout routine. It could be, you know, going to the gym and, oh, yeah, like that's ever going to last. Um, you know what? Oh, yeah, that's another freaking uh, activity or another, yeah, so-called pipe dream that ain't going to last. We know you. You stop. You quit all the time. <sighs> Ouch. Right? Even though it might be true, <laughs> can you be 
supportive. You know what? I hope it works. How can I do, you know, do you need me to watch the kids while you do this? Do you need, you know, it could be a diet. It could be anything that offers the support. And sometimes people look at how it's going to affect me. And I don't know if it's human nature, whatever. We tend to be very criticizing and we tend to look at, we tend to be impulsive and already shoot down our partner's ideas, our dreams, and maybe what they want to expand or try to do with them. It could be stopping an addiction. It could be stop smoking, maybe changing eating habits. Oh my God, you can change your eating habits, but I'm not going to eat all this. Can you be supportive and maybe evolve and grow together? Okay. And it's maybe not that easy, but you need to check yourself and do some self-insight. Are you being selfish? Okay. The more supportive you are, the partner with the dreams and the goals might look at it, oh, wait, you know what, that's awesome, whatever. Now, maybe can I go in a step plan towards those ideas or goals so I don't fully neglect my family. I don't neglect the kids. I don't neglect my loved ones, whatever. Everybody outside of that core, you're going to have friends. Everybody outside are going to pull you in certain directions, and they don't want you going after their dreams or goals because you might miss family gatherings, you're you know, extended family, all this stuff. They're only thinking about themselves. You know what? Peace out. They need to understand that in the nuclear family, you know, the husband, wife, uh, whatever. It could be husband and husband, wife and wife. That doesn't matter. That needs to be the main priority in making sure the appreciation is given to those supporters or, you know, the husband and wife, partner, whatever, that are supporting you and going after those dreams. That might be, you know putting down work or, you know, taking a day off here and there to show that love and appreciation that you love them, you care for them, you cherish them. That is very, very important. That's where I see a lot of resentment with couples in my office is that, you know, they might allow the support and dreams and going after it, but then they're neglected. There's no thank you. There's no appreciation for that. It's just like I'm taking for granted I should do this, da-da-da, give my support, but you know what? You need to be appreciated, okay? You need to make them feel loved, cared for, appreciated. It might not happen because of time constraints as regularly as maybe before, but you need to do it, okay? I'm going to come back and part of maybe going after dreams and ideas, you know what? What about, does that interrupt intimacy in your sex life? I'm going to come back uh and talk about this aspect. There was another request uh, this evening about, you know, finding time with dreams and all this stuff for sex, for intimacy, for sharing, all those aspects, okay? Stay tuned. Do not go anywhere. I'm going to be back in a few moments. And after, uh going to be playing a song, I'll take a break. And much love, peace to everybody out there. Again, give me a call. Make sure you write this number down. I wanna, I'd love to hear some phone calls and also, you know, I love to hear the conversation, or not hear, but see the discussion going on below and all the questions. Please ask me any questions you'd like to like to, for me to answer or to touch on, okay? I'll do the best I can to address those and help you out with those, okay? So the phone number again is 313-614-9498. I'll be back in a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here. <laughs> You're, You're listening, listening to the Art of Relationships, 
This is just another song You'll never hear about a girl I've never met This is just another lie Whispered in your ears So you'll think that I can make This is just another ride Taken by surprise With no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times That I used to make it right A chance meeting In a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to A perfect vision of the melodies that I would sing to And I've been using
everybody, we're back live. This is Greg Dzinski, Detroit's Love Guru, and we are coming to you live from Detroit. Uh, check out my website, www.theartofrelationships, that's plural, .org, okay? Um, also, give me a call, 313-614-9498. I'd love to hear your comments, your questions. You can also put them below in the discussion. And going back to any more questions, okay? Um, okay, cool. Welcome everybody, new listeners or watchers, <laughs> maybe both. If you're watching Facebook Live or if you are listening to the show on Spreaker, um, Kai, welcome from Core Radio. Thanks for tuning in, watching. Um, Checking out, oh my God, one of my cousins is watching too. Um, thanks for tuning in, cuz. Um, I appreciate it. Hopefully, the show is about you, uh, helping you. That's what my passion is. That's what I do. Um, that's why I do this uh, for a living or trying to make a living out of it. You know, as a you know, sex therapist and relationship uh, therapist here in Detroit, is, you know, my passion is to help people, trying to get them to have a dynamic relationship, not only, you know, with each other, but also, you know, a very crucial element is having that dynamic relationship with themselves where they're happier. They're more able to speak their mind and speak it from the heart and to open up the vulnerabilities, but you can still be strong at the same time, okay? We are talking about, you know, vetoing or, you know, uh, voting for, your partner, being supportive in their ideas, their dreams. And we also talk about, you know, having their back, okay? And we talked about that. Now we're going to move forward. Now what happens if the dreams and everything, you have a busy lifestyle going after your dreams and your hopes and ideas and being supportive with your partner, how much is that going to affect your sex life, you know, the intimacy level? We all, before the break, I mentioned you need to be supportive you know, appreciative, I should say. I'm sorry. We need to be appreciated uh, for the support we give for going after our dreams, for maybe even, you know, working so hard, trying to advance them. You know what? I encourage you. And the support and encouragement, they need to be there. But also, the appreciation for those supports, the appreciation for, you know, not maybe allowing or giving permission I, I don't get that because it's not. It's about the mutual respect and, you know, the mutual love you have for your partner to want them to go after their dreams and goals. But you also, the person receiving that support, you need to be appreciative towards your family, towards your loved one, towards whatever, your partner, okay? And, haha, away for a year with weekend visits. Not sure that's enough sex. Cynthia, you know what? We're going to be talking about your favorite topic, and that is sex, okay? Oh, I'd love to hear Kai chime in on this one, too. Um, <laughs> you know, when you are going after dreams, something's got to give, right? We have 24 hours in a day. You know, I, I tell people I would love 36-hour days and an extra maybe six to eight hours of sleep, <laughs> um, you know, with my schedule. We, we have to make our intimacy and our sex life a priority, even being, you know, going after, like I said, you're working to support yourself, your family, or maybe you're you're both working. I'm all for that. Um, 
However, you know, you want to open a job, you want to, you know, open your own business or transition to a new job, and it might take time, or you go to school. Um, all these take extra time, so something's got to give. However, you know what? You might be tired, you might be exhausted, but you need to make that time. I mentioned before break, you need to take some time. If it's put the studies away for a bit, you know what? Cut back on the new business venture for a little bit. You need to have boundaries in place to show that person you love them and you care for them and you crave them. Yeah, sexually. And if sex goes down the toilet, how many people get to the point where, you know what, I understand that. They're going after a new job. They're going back to school. I know they're tired. I know, you know what, how much does that rationalization, even though it's real, like that's why I said it's a rationalization, you know what, the time isn't there. How much will that last for you? I want to hear it. How much, how much time? Will it be a week, two weeks, a month, six months before you get to the point where, you know what, I'm not feeling loved, I'm not feeling desired. I ain't getting any. Lisa, welcome. Lisa, welcome. I know you're never, Lisa's never tired. Cynthia's never tired. Uh, who else? I think Kai mentioned she's celibate for a while. Oh, maybe I shouldn't, shouldn't announce that. Sorry. But we're looking at the situation to where, you know, even though you're going after your dreams and your goals and you got the support to do so, you need to make time for the connection. Emotional connection, of course. You need to make time for sex. And it doesn't even mean, you know, it might mean you need to lock your kids in a closet, right? Make sure there's an air hole, a little people, air hole. No, you lock them in the closet, lock them in the bedroom. You know what? Um, you need to show respect for yourselves, respect for your relationship, that you love each other, that you crave each other. And this involves, you know, making time for sex. Yes, Greg, I'm hearing this. Um, I'm listening to people, not literally, maybe in my head. Greg, that's crazy. We're tired. We don't have enough time. We, you know, we do all this stuff. Um, situation, we're busy. We have no time. They're doing this. Always studying, going to school, going to classes, working full time. We got the kids' routines and we got the kids' schedule. And the way I'm talking right now, I sound very what? A little bit overwhelmed, a little anxiety provoking. I'm doing that on purpose because the, you've been there. I get it. You can feel, you know, oh my God, I got all this stuff down. You want me to be in the mood for sex. I'm going to tell you, you need to make room for it. And this is the element where a lot of people might not, they might understand it. They might rationalize it. But when the feelings start sinking in that, you know what? Yes, they're busy. They're tired. They're going after their dreams. And I want to be so supportive. However, what happens in a situation, they still feel not loved, not desired, not important. You need to make a little bit of time, you know what, to make love with each other. You need that. You need to kiss each other passionately, to hold one another. You need to make that a priority, huge priority, okay? And that means maybe cutting back on, you know, spending a little cutting back on the new business that you want to open up. You know what? Maybe you need to cut it out an hour, two hours per day earlier to make time or make sure you do that maybe a couple times a week to be able to spend that time and you need to make that relationship a priority. Remember, that person is supporting you 
and, you know, giving their graces to you and supporting you and encouraging you to go after that new business venture or a new job or going back to school, you need to return that favor, okay? You need to make sure you prioritize some time. It might not be a lot. A lot of times it doesn't have to be a lot. A little bit can go a long way. Hey, Christy, welcome. Kelly, welcome Watch to the show. I appreciate it. I think it depends if you know the other person values your feelings. Absolutely, Kelly, I agree with that. If they do and make you feel at ease, it opens your energy to being attracted to someone. Both have to do this, and this is what a attraction is. Kelly, I agree with that. You need to show them not only that, that you value your feelings. It's part, going back to what I said earlier about being um, appreciative for the people that are supporting you and that are encouraging you. You need to pay that back. Even though you're busy, you're going to school, you got studies, you know, trying to balance the kid. I get that. It gets very overwhelming. But you need to give them a little bit back. And that doesn't mean give them a little bit back two years down the road, six months down the road, a year down the road. I'm telling you, it needs to be even on a weekly basis, okay? You need to show them their priority because even though they're supportive and they get that and they rationalize, you know what, they're busy, they're tired, they're going after their dreams. And I said I would be supportive. But then we have these feelings that churn up, right? The feelings of not being important, not being appreciative, not feeling loved, not feeling desired anymore. You know what? Their whole life is totally different and changes for, you know, for them. And here, you know what? I want to make love with them, but they're always too tired. They're always too busy. They're always got their head in a book or, you know, always at the other business they're opening up or at home, you know, doing a, maybe an internet business. You need to make that a priority. Yes, I'm repeating myself, okay? I'm repeating myself. However, I'm doing it to drive home the situation that you need You need to pay that back to them, okay? Or there's going to be issues that are going to be popping up, okay? How many people have run into the situation where balancing that, going after your dreams and stuff, and I get, and this is difficult for, you know, relationships as a whole, but what about single mothers out there that are, you know, maybe they want a relationship, but the guy is not appreciative. Or, you know, we'll flip it this way. There's single men out there that are raising kids, too, that, you know, mom's not in the picture or whatever. They got full custody of their kids. Um, so it works both ways. It's not necessarily, you know, we say single mothers. There might be a lot more of them, but there's still a lot of guys out there raising kids, too, that, you know, and being appreciative of, you know what, they're busting their butt, whatever. Can I be patient? Or how many people where you have, you know, the guys and the single mother that, you know what, awesome, bam. They want to be all in, all heavy, hot, and all this stuff, which, you know, might be great. But awesome, they don't, they're not respecting your space. They're not respecting your own dreams, your own identity. And what happens is when you give up your own identity, your own dreams, your own goals to a point, you know, resentment sets in, and you're going to start hating that person. You're going to start pushing that person away. So this is a little bit of advice to those people to be supportive. But then you also got to look at, you know what, if this is not working for me, you know what, 
Am I being supportive? Am I being too supportive? Or maybe I need something different. And this, that, it happens, okay? People know me. I don't sugarcoat anything. I give it to you real. I give it to you. I don't blow smoke up anyone's booties. I look at the reality. And if it's not working for you, and you wonder why people in certain situations, in these situations, might have affairs because they feel lonely. They feel whatever. It, it's very, very tough, and it's a very, very difficult you know, task. But you can do it, and you can do it successively if you are communicating. And this means the person that is giving the encouragement and the support for their, uh, their partner going after you know, whatever, school, dreams, whatever, you know what? You need to speak up, too, if you don't feel alone. A lot of people, I'm not being supportive or encouraging if I tell them I'm feeling lone, lonely or I want to have sex. I want to make love to them. You know what? I can't I can't do this, okay? I, you know, I can't because I won't be supportive. I'll come across as nagging. No. There's a difference between nagging and saying, you know what? I'm here. I need some attention. A big difference. And you need to be able to voice it. You need to be able to come real with this and tell them because if they might be so wrapped up and I'm not saying it's right they might be wrapped up busy school or opening a new business and working I get all that they shouldn't they need to always show that appreciation like I said you know a little bit once in a while and give that attention that should be right there all the time but we get busy you know men women we get overwhelmed we might need that you know Wake up a little bit, you know, not punch them, but you know what? Wake up a little bit, I'm here. I need attention. And if you have that resentment, you don't feel that, and you don't bring it up to them, you know what? You need to take the hit for that. That's on you. You need to voice it. There's a difference between being supportive and being encouraging, and also where you're not getting any of your needs met, then you're going to get resentful, okay? So speak up! <laughs> speak up! <laughs> Come to you that way, okay? Um. You look at, Chrissy, you mentioned never give up on yourself um, for someone else. It should be a team thing, goes. Chrissy, I agree with that. And there, there is a difference between, um, you know, never give up on yourself and your ideas and your dreams for somebody else. I get that. But there comes, it, you're right, it's got to be a balancing aspect, okay? You have to be able to be, now, if it's, you know, you're in a situation where, you know what, screw you, I'm just going to have sex and going to bang you, but I'm still, forget about anything other than that. When I have time, when I'm horny, I'm going to see you, but it's all about me. You know what, then you're looking at that person. If you are that person that it's all about the other person and, yeah, they only want to see you when they're horny, but they don't have time for anything else, um, or there's no emotional sharing, no emotional appreciation for the, the support you're giving, you're going to be a doormat, and you know what? That's not going to work. So it needs to be a balancing act. I agree. It needs to be a team concept. But if it gets to be I'm going after my my dreams and goals and screw you, I don't care what you say, that's definitely not a way to go about it. Don, maybe you need to be single while you go after your dreams and goals first, okay? So um, there is a big, big difference with that. Let me go back. Cynthia mentioned... Ah! Okay, here we go. Cynthia, you mentioned, I have a major issue with balance. Cynthia, um, yeah, no. <laughs> I, t I t tend to throw, here we go, talking about balance. I can't balance my tongue. I don't even 
<laughs> that's a totally another topic, show topic um, we'll get into later on. Okay, I tend to throw myself into what I'm doing. I worry this will be a bigger issue. You know, decide going away is the best, you know, going away school, and I know your dreams and everything, to go um, going after your dreams. And I get, I know you're passionate. When you love something, Cynthia, you go after it. I think a lot of us do. We want to be passionate, throw ourselves into it. But then what happens, you know, we need to also recognize and remember that, you know, our family, our loved one is there as well. And we need to show that. We need to reciprocate that appreciation for that person and the support they give us. And I, you know, even, you know, with me and stuff and all the hours I put in at the office and going after, let's face it, book sales. Again, check it out on Amazon, Love's Essence, the relationship guide, okay? Um, check it out. Ebook and paperback. I had to think for a minute. I had a brain fart. But you're looking at the situation to where... Um, you both need that balance, and you got a right to say, you know what, I need a little bit of show. I need a little bit of appreciation for the support I'm giving you. I'm here. I don't want to feel totally neglected. I don't want to feel totally maybe even taken for granted in those situations. I'm doing this being supportive, but I'm not getting anything back out of it. Yes, the rationality, you can you can um, BS yourself and thinking, you know what, yeah, they're doing, he's doing this, or she's going to school, homework, works full time, you know, kids, I, you know, I, I can rationalize it, but that only goes so far, and you might be right, but then the emotions start kicking up about feeling neglected, taken for granted, not appreciated, and it's going to wreak havoc, and then we look at when someone chirps in those ears, it makes us feel good, it makes us feel wanted, and we all know that there's wolves out there. You know what I mean, men and women that, you know, are trying to, for whatever, for their own benefit and trying to get a piece or they don't care if you're involved with somebody else or married, they're going to come hunting, if you will. So that's where I'm trying to avoid those situations, okay? Um, so you need to be able to reciprocate a little bit of that relationship, um, the love and appreciation for the support you're getting. And going back to the sex aspect, you need to make time for that. You know what? And, you know, you're tired. We're all tired. We're all exhausted and everything. But that cements the bond and makes the love even more connected and more, you know, not only physically from the sex, but the emotional and soulful connection that, you know what, you appreciate each other, you love each other, and you're thankful for each other, um, and you're grateful for each other, will you be able to do that? Even going after your dreams and goals, you need to make that time or it's going to wreak havoc on the relationship or the marriage. And it does, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if it's heterosexual, lesbian, gay, bisexual couples. If that doesn't happen, it's going to wreak havoc on any relationship, period, okay? So, you need to reciprocate the appreciation for the support you're getting. And make time for that sex, okay? Um, now, let me see. Okay. Um, Kelly, you mentioned uh, you can't go into a relationship for selfish reasons. Selfish versus selfish. Huh? Oh, maybe selfless versus selfish. It's, 
you know, it's hard because we are used to doing for us first. If both people do it to get love or attention from one, from the other person, um, let me see. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I was reading this. Holy cow, it's a book. Uh, get love or attention from the other person. They think they need to make themselves complete. It never works. The only way it can work is if both people love themselves first and love each other with our overflow because we are all connected. I agree, um, Kelly, I agree with that to a point is to where, you know what, someone tagged me in a video about, you know what, you need to give 100%, you know, don't worry about getting you need to just worry about giving and giving and giving and giving. I'm all about that. I want two people to give of each other, okay? I've said this all the time on numerous radio shows I've done, posts, even with couples. I say, I want you to give 100% to the relationship, but I want you to give 100% to yourself, okay? And there was a video someone tagged me in recently, actually I think it was this week, to where... Um, and the, the video was of a person, I'm not going to say, and I'm a big fan of this person, but this I disagreed with, um, because you can give and give and give. If you are not getting love back or feeling appreciated, feeling respected in a relationship and you keep giving and giving and giving, you know what, why are you in that relationship? And as I said, you know what, that's not in a fantasy world. You both want to give each other. I'm all about that. But, you know, for you to keep giving and giving of your love and of yourself to that person, and they are abusing you. They are not taking, um, they're not giving you love back. Say they're cheating on you all the time and you're still supposed to give and give and give. Or they're abusing you verbally, physically, emotionally. And you're supposed to keep giving, 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 giving of yourself and of yourself and never stop. That's crazy. That's unhealthy. That is creating a toxic relationship, but you need to give both. And I agree, you know, there's selfless and selfish aspects, okay? I agree with that aspect, okay? Uh, Christy, you are single because, I agree, maybe you haven't found the right guy yet. <laughs> maybe. Um, oh, uh, I personally think love comes around so rarely if he or she is interested but just not inclined to be assertive. It is okay to give chase and show an interest, but I also believe if that person is not in... Where'd it go? Sorry. Oh, not interested in you venturing to stalking, so it really depends. You know, you need to pay attention to the signs of interest of both parties in red flags. I agree. That's an awesome comment. I, I agree with that. There's a difference, you know, that the situation is, you know what, I'm all about chasing. And this was part of, um, you know, pursuing on a part of the topic about showing that person your interest and everything. I didn't really touch on that too much. Maybe that'll be another show topic, maybe next week. But, you know, there's a difference between per pursuing somebody. I want couples, uh, you know, couples to pursue and chase one another. And that's part of giving the love and appreciation and all that to each other and chase each other, okay? But when you're chasing somebody or pursuing somebody and they're not pursuing you back or showing an interest to you, why are you, <coughs> why are you chasing them? Why are you pursuing them? And I'm not, you know, there's all that, you know, the bait and switch and the, 
the cat and mouse game of relationships. You know, you show you're interested in somebody and it kills a tension. You know, too much, you can't show you're all in or they're going to think you're no challenge. You know, the cat and mouse game going on with relationships and with, you know, the gender dynamics. But that's not just gender. It's individual dynamics. Both men and women do this where, you know, the play hard to get and you're all into them. You know what? I want you to love yourself enough to be able to look at if I'm pursuing my partner or pursuing anybody and they're not pursuing me back, they're not showing me that interest. You know what? Show self-love, show self-respect and say, you know what? I've showed my interest. Peace out. Maybe I need to find somebody else. Okay. That's where self-respect comes in is confidence. Um, you need to have that. You need to obtain that. Learn. You can learn it. If you don't have it, I get it. You can learn it. I've learned it. So you can, if I can learn it, anybody, anybody can learn it. So, you know, you grow and you evolve and look at, you know what? I'm not chasing you. I'm not kissing your booty that much. You know what? I'm going to show you I'm into you and show you that I want you and, you know, I'm interested in you. But if you're not showing me that interest now, I'm not done. You know, I'm done. Forget that. Back. Get back. <laughs> you know what? Peace out. Show self-respect, okay? Good night, everybody. Ooh. <laughs> I am going to say good night. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Relationships radio show or watching it, whatever. Um, I appreciate all the support I get uh, from everybody, okay? I can't. I'm very humble. I appreciate that very much. Um Thank you for allowing me to help you come into your lives and hopefully increase, you know, the love in your life, increase the self-confidence, increase the chances and make your relationships, you know, better, more connected emotionally, physically, mentally, all those avenues, okay? That is my purpose. That is my job, okay? Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org and go to Amazon, check out my book, Love's Essence, the relationship guide, okay? I appreciate it. Detroit's love guru, Greg Dzinski, <laughs> licensed professional counselor. I'm in private practice in Detroit, relationship and sex specialist. Thank you so much for the support. Peace out, people. Take care. And I will be back next Wednesday night live. Pay attention. I throw out posts. People follow me. I throw out post and you know little blog aspects and little advice info if you will throughout the week too so pay attention spread the news i like i said i'm doing a show for everybody the more people i can help out or try to help out the better it is and uh i love it <laughs> thank you so much peace and love to everybody out there have a good night bye-bye peace